Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. When you don't know just what to do. Just what to do, just what to do. If what you're feeling is really true. It's really true. Really true. Just keep your ideas safe and sound. Safe and sound, safe and sound. That's exactly how change is found. Change is found, change is found. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Everyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass, guys, because 30 years ago, I was a dumbass. This month, July 27th, I will be celebrating 30 years of being a smartass. That's right. Guys, I'm now a nutritional health coach. I'm a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. They're free, guys. So please reach out. I want everyone out there to know that they're not helpless. They're not hopeless. They're not powerless. Family member just buried her 29-year-old son yesterday. And I don't want anyone to have to go through that. So understand this. I am here for you always. Just please reach out. Again, my services to you are free. Having said that, I have a very, very, very cool show. Um, I think we may have lost John. John, are you there? Let me get John back on the line. Hold on, guys. Um, I have a very cool show for you. Um, Actually, my guest co-host. Hold on. Hold on, baby. Okay. John, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. So he's um, on vacation and he's in a hotel room, so his service just dropped for one second, but we're all good. John Monforto, my guest co-host, say hello to everyone and tell them who you are, baby. Well, hello, everyone. First of all, hello, Gary, darling. I love you. Love you, Thanks too. Thanks for having me here today, sweetheart. Even on my vacation, that's how close we are. That's right. I come on and say, hey, uh, I'm John Monforto. Among other things, I am a multiple celebrity impersonator. I am a singer. I'm a lyric baritone. I am also the city of Philadelphia's official Rocky impersonator and the mascot of the city with regard to um, uh, visitor, the Convention and Visitors Bureau for Tourism. So, wow, that's a mouthful. That is. And I'm not even busy. <laughs> That's amazing, though. You know how I feel yeah. about that. Come on, Elvis I and Rocky. Know. Hey, <laughs> hey, come on. Don't make me do this. You know, Adrian's out there sitting in the sun, you know? <laughs> Listen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we lost Vinny. Let me grab him back. Hold on, guys. Okay, Vinny, are you there? Yes, I'm okay. here. Okay, lost okay. Lost, lost some people. Okay, so John, why don't yeah. you do the honors, first of all, and introduce our guest today? 
Our guest today, okay, let's start, uh, let's do ladies first. Let's start with <clears throat> Patty Latanzi. Patty Latanzi, I met Patty, I don't know, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, Patty, I'm saying at least about five, seven years ago. Yes, I don't I, know. About uh, five or six, yes. Yeah, around there. And uh, Patty is a uh, one of the top radio personalities. Uh, on a station she's been with for quite a few years. How how long, Patty? Twenty one. Wow. Twenty one years she's been with WVLT, which is the Cruising with the Oldies, ninety two point one FM, uh, out of Vineland, New Jersey. And she's been doing it. She had a solo show for years, and then she hooked up with uh, a partner, uh, Billy Carlucci, from uh, what the, he's with Billy and the Essentials, right, Patty? Billy and the Essentials and Danny and the Juniors. And Danny and the Juniors. Anyway, everyone, please say hello to, and I'm glad I can say this, my good friend, Patty Latanzi. Woo! Thank you, Johnny. Hey, how Thank you doing, you, Patty? Hi, guys. Hi, Thank Patty. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is such a privilege and a treat. Uh, a treat yeah, for you. Yes, I'm sure, right? Because you do all the uh, work usually. <laughs> yes, I do. But what, I'm going to interview you later, maybe. I would <laughs> love that, baby. a lot of questions. I would love that, so, girlfriend. Let me continue with who's, who's actually our guest yep. today. And then we'll start with whoever you want to interview first. And then Patty's, I was going to say Patty's better half, but. I know when I'm in Patty's view, she's going to give me a little smack in the back of the head for that. But <laughs> anyway, her fiance. Now, this guy has a lot of names. But first of all, let me tell you his claim to fame. His claim to fame is the fact that he was the drummer for that old group called Kit Kats. And they and you'll probably be hearing a couple of the songs today during the interview. But the, he drummed for them on, um, oh my gosh. You know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait for him to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Joe Dog. Joe Dog! Woo! Right out of his brother. Good afternoon, everybody. And Jerry, I wish I could meet you in person one day because I would really be mad at you for making me do this. Oh, I love it. um, (laughs) I am very fortunate. God only knows. Um, First off, I want to say thank you to the Lord for everything. I am a recovering addict. I've been for almost 25 years now. My life has changed so much. Wow. The best thing that ever in my entire life that happened to me is to meet Miss Patricia Latanzi. Oh, it's all in love nice. so deeply. It's, it's unbearable at times. It really is. Wow. And I got to meet the nicest people that you could possibly imagine. I'm John Monforto. We became friends, John. Yep. yep. It hasn't been all that long, has it? No, we're actually, we do, uh, we do work together. Yes, a lot now. we've only met, what, a few years yeah. ago? That's right, that's right. And we've become so close, and uh, I, 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 and I can't even imagine him not being around, you know, not knowing John. You know, well, Joe, I'm, I'm not, not going to take you on vacation if you continue to take something. Well, I've been trying, I've been working <laughs> trying to get into that. And Vinnie Martell and Peg, I, I don't know what to say about them, but Vanilla Fudge and Peg with uh, everything you've done, I'm just in awe. I just don't know what else to say, to be honest with you. Wait, I have to interrupt. Wait, John, I do have to interrupt. Uh, My heart is pounding over here. So Joe Dog, he tried to get out of this interview yesterday, and I told him absolutely not. It wasn't happening. But here's the thing. I I did not know about his recovery. Joe Dog, I want your address, baby. I'm sending you my book. I I would very much appreciate it. May may, may I? I'm going to ask if I can do something. Of course. 
off color. Okay. I would like to recognize a man, and he, he's very famous in his own right, especially in the city of Philadelphia. His name's Bob Rady. He's the congressman in Philadelphia. He's, he's a terrific, terrific man. He actually was the one that helped me through my recovery. He put me in the car. He said, I'm driving you to Valley Forge, and uh, you're going to go, and you're going to stay there. And Bob is a beautiful, huge, handsome man, and I wasn't about to say no. And we went, and he dropped me off there, and I went in, and the following Sunday, he brought me clean socks. He brought me cigarettes. He just, so whenever I went into him, like uh, when I go to Jerry Blavitt's um, Kimmel Center affair, and Bob's there, I walk, wherever it is, I walk up to him, and I say, and I give him a big hug and a kiss. I say, I owe it all to you. And my family, everybody tried. For some reason, you did the trick. So I love this man. I love him for as long as I'm on this earth. So thank Joey. you for letting me say that. Joey, can I introduce the other guests? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, good. I'm just I'm saying. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Very nice, Joe. Very nice. <laughs> Amazing. It is beautiful. And when it's your time to talk to you, yes. I want you to talk to me about your weight. But, you know... When she talked to you about it. No, no, that's another amazing story. <laughs> no, I'm going really to work. Is. I'm done. Okay. And next we have, uh, and I, I know women are first, but I know more about Vince Martell than I do about his lovely wife, Peg. Vince Martell, ladies and gentlemen, you probably already recognize the name. Lead guitarist for the Vanilla Fudge. Yay. Hello. Ah. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Wow, just, hello. You just don't, uh, who's that guy? I forget that guy on television who interviewed you just a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? Vince? Huckabee. My yeah, Huckabee. he was just on Huckabee. Yeah. So you guys are going back out on tour, but that's all, you know, you can talk about that and, and do all that stuff. But let me also introduce your lovely wife, Peg. Now, Peg, I don't know as well as everybody else, but I have been to Patty's show Penny has a variety show where she has people come up and sing. And Vinny and Peg are there often. And the first time I was there and I heard Peg sing, I stopped dead in my tracks. I said, she did um, that song from uh, Wizard of Oz, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Right. Oh, my God. It was beautiful, Peg. Amazing. Absolutely beautiful. So please, everyone, say hello to... I guess Peg Martell. Hi, uh, Peg. Peg Pearl. Oh, Peg, Peg Pearl. Peg Pearl. She goes by professional name, oh, Peg Pearl. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Wow. Hey, Is Peg. Is yeah, Peg? Okay. I didn't introduce her. She's mad. She left. <laughs> <laughs> Is Peg there? It says she's on. Yeah, she's on. There might be interference downstairs. Let me, let me okay. go check it out. Okay. Okay. So, but, uh, keep, keep going, keep going. Okay, we'll, okay. We'll bring back again. All right. John, are you on speaker? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. You were breaking up a spec, but you're you're good now. It's all good. Okay. So then, you know what? Let's talk about. Um, you know what we can. Interference. They can't hear you in there. Well, come upstairs or something. All right, go ahead, guys. If she wants, if she wants, she no, can. No, we don't hear you, Pat. Go ahead. If Good, she wants, she can hang up and be on with you. You can be on with me if you want, uh, Peg. Otherwise, come upstairs. Like, there's interference. Yeah, there. yeah. Did she hear her introduction? Did you hear your introduction? I did. Yes, she did. All right. So, I told him that. All right, so tell her to hang up her phone. We don't hear her. And to just come up and be with you. Come up and be with me on this phone. 
Okay, yeah. well, and, I have to. And hang that phone up, though. Yep. Yeah, she'll, she'll hang it up. All right, because it still says five, so I just want to make sure we're okay. All right, so yeah. now, Joe Dog. Yes, ma'am. So you have a lot to say. Let's start with you. Um, I was done. No, no, no. I, I'm not done with you. Oh. I'm not done with you. Um, I do want to say something only because we're not going to make this show about recovery, guys. But I have to no. say something only because I'm celebrating 30 years. When that guy took you and put you in the car, um, yes. I also don't do things the traditional way. I actually kidnapped a cousin, six foot tall, older than me, got him in my car and threatened him. And he listened. He's uh-huh. been, he hasn't used heroin in over 35 years, 30 years. Wow, terrific, yeah, 28 terrific. years, yep. Um, he's my older cousin from New York and a tough guy. And I threatened him and we, me and his wife threw him in my basement and detoxed him for 30 days and put food under the door. Yes, we did. Wow. Okay. And I also, wow, a few years ago, another cousin went to his house, woke him up at 7 a.m., Said, I will punch your face in. <laughs> he, I'm five foot four. He was six two. Get in my car now. He said, okay, cuz. Yes. So, um, long story short, I don't do, do things the traditional way if needed. And I am so proud that you have said what you've said. So that's a beautiful story. I'm very proud of you. Joe Dog, God well, is good. You. God is good, I, baby. I will say this. You have to be ready to surrender to the Lord. If you're not ready, and these people that are on the phone now that are all magnificent all know me, and I'm very seldom afraid of anything, but if the Lord finally hits you and says, it's time, That's right. you know, you're lower than the curve, then That's you'll right. go. You can go a million times, it doesn't mean it's going to work. That's you right. You have to be ready. And once you are, everyone, everyone that's out there is still doing it, your whole life is so much better. Please, you're right. Please, try it. So, I'm going to read a poem and then the sobriety uh, talk is over. This is a poem in my book I wrote called Change Your Choice. And it's very appropriate after what you just said. And then we're going to get on to the music. I had a life-changing moment that I knew had to be. The only way to change things was to first start with me. So I looked in the mirror and woke up one day and thought to myself I needed to pray. So I asked God to change me, to help me stay strong, to clean up my mess, to right what's been wrong. I cleaned up my diet, I cleaned up my room, I cleaned up all habits with this old dirty broom. I kept going forward and never looked back, I refused to derail, stayed on the right track. I realized my worth and all that did matter through my selfish behavior, the lives I had shattered. I finally decided at 30 years old to stop abusing my body, my mind, heart, and soul. My life-changing choice that I had once made... Almost 30 years now, guys, my debt has been paid. So you read all my thoughts on how to stay clean. It's all or nothing, my friend. There's no in-between. To live or to die is a choice you must make. Your life is not worthless. You're not a mistake. One day at a time is a slogan you've heard. It works if you work it while applying his word. For you to get healthy, for your mind not to fail, escaping reality will keep you in jail. With addictive behavior, sex, drugs, food, or money, substituting addictions, now isn't that funny? I'm not an addict, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. May the good Lord bless and guide you guys. Joe Dog, that was especially for you and everyone else out there struggling. Thank you. That was so beautiful. Nice, Thank so, you so much. So, so Joe Dog, you were so needed today, and I didn't even realize it. So thank you for being here. 
Well, thank you very much. And if I could touch one person like you would say, even one. Even, even one. one. That's at right. At the start, that's what it takes. That's you right. Know? That's right. You touch me all the time, Joey. <laughs> well, we're working, yes. We can watch another story all together, John. <laughs> all right. I, you know what? I, I uh, started out your introduction saying you had all these different names. Why don't you just tell everybody your real name? I prefer not to. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, all right. All right. All right, so it's Joe so, Dog. That is my name, Joe Dog. I like that. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that was a, I thought that was a nom de plume. Don't be calling me names, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what we're going to do. Now, we're going to play one of Kit Kat's songs. Won't find back. Guys, that's a beautiful song. Okay, okay, Vinny, hold on. Guys, I'm going to play another song because um, I have to get everyone back on. So I'm just going to give you guys a little something right here. Um, 
hold on, guys. I'm going to play something fun for you. Okay. And uh, just so I can get everybody back on. Hold on, guys. All right. Oh, my gosh. This isn't working with her. Oh. for you, John. Little Rocky for you, baby. Hey, yo, uh, <laughs> How come everywhere I go, I hear that same music? <laughs> Jeez, and crackers. <laughs> so, I with the raw eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe Dog, we played Won't Find Better Than Me. Tell us a little bit about that song. Well, first off, I want to tell you, I am not a Kit Kat. I was never a Kit Kat. I played at times for the Kit Kats with the drums. So I just want to get that out there. I was never a Kit Kat. Okay. Stewart, Carson Stewart was the official drummer of the Kit Kats. But I had the opportunity to go to the studio and all to play the background at a very, very, very young age. They were all so much younger than I was, or older than I was, I should say. And it's a, that's a long story how that happened. But anyway, um, yes, I had the opportunity at the recording studio to do that in the background. And I think I did a very good job or they would have never... Right, and uh, then they did allow me at times 
wherever they traveled to to play, which were, they were very, they ruled Pennsylvania and Wildwood and every place, and they would let me come and sit in at every opportunity, at all these different clubs and places they performed, and that kid was so, so gracious. He was like, sit down, you know, enjoy yourself, and, and I loved it, you know, and uh, I'm very grateful to them. Okay, beautiful. So now, Patty, we're going to play, we're going to play, this could be the start of something, and then we're going to talk about this, okay? Oh, I have to do it with John Monforto. Yes. That's John Monforto, not Ron. Who? Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's play it and then we'll talk all about it. Here we go, guys. Now, okay. Let's sing a song, shall we? Okay. Hey, hey. you got to get the words right this time. I know. I know. You're walking along, along the street, street and you're at a party, or else you're alone, and then you suddenly dig. You're looking at someone's eyes, you suddenly realize. That this could be the start of something big You're lunching at 21 and watching your diet You're dining at Charlotte Roost accepting a fee When out of the clear blue sky you're suddenly galagine And this could be the start of something big There's no controlling the unrolling of your fate, my friend Whose knows you're looking in the magic book but when a lover you discover at the gate, my friend, let her in without a second look. You're up in an airplane or dining at Sardis or lying in Malibu along in the sand. You suddenly hear a bell and right away you can tell that this could be the start of something big. This could be the start of something very big Why don't you play your part? Please give your heart to me And see This could be the start of something wonderful Why don't you take a chance? Just try romance with me And see you're walking along the street, or you're at a party, or else you're alone, and then you suddenly dig. You're looking at someone's eyes, you suddenly realize that this could be the start of something. This could be the start of something. This could be the start of something. That was awesome. Tell us all about that. Oh, I love singing with John. I love doing the duets with John. We have a good time while we're singing. I mean, we do funny things. You know, it's uh, I'm a Lucy singer. I'm not serious. <laughs> I like to have fun when when we perform. You know, to make do funny things, whatever it is. You know, when you sing, put your hands out, and then I block his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of and my arm has to stretch like like I'm taking off, you know, to reach his face. She's always, like, pushing me and touching yes. me and banging into me. <laughs> yes, I am. I love it. That was yes, awesome. Yes, we had a good time. 
He's fun. He's fun. And I ask him, and when he gets through with singing something, I say, now, how would Rocky sing that song? <laughs> you always put me on the spot. You know that, don't you, Patty? And then I sing, how would the Godfather sing that song if I were singing with him tonight? I can't answer that. You know I can't. <laughs> I'm on a, it's an, an NDA. I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> So it's fun because he has so many voices that um, I said Colonel Sanders. It was General Patton. I don't know how I got the two. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to General Patton, but uh, yeah, I got the two confused there for a few times. He does so many impressions. And Elvis. Well, that's, I know what, how, makes, that's what makes it fun, Patty. You yeah, know? we have a good time. As a matter of fact, you're on the 14th, John, right before we do the big show at the Hamilton uh, Mount Carmel Festival. Oh, you know what? Tell them. And that, uh, advertise that. That's a good time to tell right now. Yes? Yes. Okay. The four, it's the 17th of July in Hamilton, New Jersey. It's the, uh, correct me, Joe, if I'm wrong, the Mount Carmel Festival, the Italian Festival? Yes. Okay, is that it? And it's in Hamilton, New Jersey. I believe it's online. We'll be there on a Saturday night from 7 o'clock to 10. Which I have four, or uh, Billy Carlucci and I will be hosting and singing and having a good time along with uh, John Monforto, Philly Cuz, uh, Dino Anthony, and his brother Gino Cabela. Right. Uh, he does Dean Martin. Uh, Wait a minute, Dean. do they have a show called Dino and Gino? <laughs> that's what it sounds like to Gino me. does a lot of Tom Jones and he yeah. does the moves and, and then John oh, does cool. the moves I sit in the back and I always say I got the backfields I wash in motion all the backfields <laughs> I sit behind everybody and I like when you wear the tight pants you know it's cute when you all do your elbows take it and easy wiggle take and it move. easy well you know it's cute it's adorable when when <laughs> you, know, you see two and three year olds do that but when you see a grown man getting paid to do this it's pretty pretty awesome well that's true that's true. <laughs> the money does help yeah it does okay well that's uh, funny no, it, helps, it helps you to wiggle on stage <laughs> stop that's great <laughs> so we have a lot of guests we we do this now at the palace it's called the palace it's a diner, and half the the room now is a big lounge. We just started there. I think this is our seventh week, because with the COVID, we were off for a long time. Wow. We, it's our seventh week back there. It's in Berlin, New Jersey, and all are welcome to come. Uh, you have a little something to eat. Our show starts around 7 o'clock. We're in pre-production from about 5.30 till just about the hour that we go on. We tape on a Wednesday evening. As a matter of fact, we're doing the show this evening. I may be doing makeup later while we're still hanging on the phone and listening to all these great interviews. And I have all guests. It's a different show every week, and I've got to meet uh, so many people in the industry. And they'll be on the radio the following day. It airs on Cruisin' 92.1 WVLT. And it's on Thursdays at 7, right after the Geeter, right after Jerry Blevitt, who's on from 5 to 7. We go on at 7 every Thursday. And Billy Corlucci and I host the show, and Billy sings, I sing, and we, we give it to all the guests. And, and, and they meet each other and network from the show, and sometimes they get jobs from the show. And Am I right, Johnny? It's a one-of-a-kind, Jerry, and, and all you people listening out there. This is a one-of-a-kind program that you won't see anywhere. It's like... It's like having a live Ed Sullivan show in this town. So Patty is the only one that does it. That's Joe so cool. Does the announcing? Joe right announces on. the show. Yeah, Joe. And right uh, Patty has different 
different people every week, like Vinnie Martell and Peg will come out along with me and maybe another singer or something like that. And at the same time, Billy Carlucci will sing and Patty will sing. They have sponsors that come, even come live maybe, uh, and sit and listen and watch the show. And they tape it that night and then they air it on Thursday night on the air, uh, on the, on the radio station, I mean. So it's really very cool, and I'm really flattered and, and glad to be a part of it for so long. It's a nice job you do, Patty. Well, thanks. And I have my crew, uh, part of my team, Chris Randazzo from Cruising 92.1 is our uh, engineer for sound, and Dave Virgilio, he's our production engineer, takes a lot of the videos that we do put on Facebook. It's uh, Patty, P-A-T-T-I, Latanzi. And you'll see a picture of Billy Carlucci and I and Kenny Jeremiah I have up right now. Oh, yeah. Rest Kenny in peace. Kenny Jeremiah, yeah. uh, who passed away last December yeah. and uh, from COVID. And I still keep that picture up because he appeared on the show many times. And we had a great time with Kenny, the little firecracker. Yes. And, uh, he, he's definitely missed so many people. I, yeah. I hear his name often. And, you know, he was just a great personality and a very, very fine human, you know, being. He was just... A nice guy who everybody wanted to be around. You so know, we, we miss him. I want to say something about that, a little tribute to Kenny, because um, I actually met Kenny through John and Debbie uh, a few years back, and we sat at the same table. I already had an interview set up with him, and we're staring at each other, and we're like, I know you, I know you kind of thing. And long story short, I've interviewed him on all my networks, and John, Debbie, and I surprised him at his last show and we got to sit at the head table and he came up to me and he said, all right, Jerry, I want an interview with John. And, you know, I said, okay, we're going to do this again. And we, we got all our photos and Pepper Paul, we got all our photos for the interview and it ended up being a eulogy to him in December. And that was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking, but rest in peace, our friend, rest in peace. He will, he's, we love him. So, Patty, um, I got to interview Jerry Blavitt, and it was one of my few recorded ones because I didn't want to wait till we could get a date together. So I did it. I did it a a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to be airing it soon. So that was a lot of fun. There's nobody like Jerry. Oh, come on, baby! That was a lot of fun. (laughs) And he just had a big, another big birthday. So he's like amazing. He's absolutely amazing, and we follow him when we go on Thursdays. We follow Jerry. Isn't he like 112 years old or something like that? He's 80. Stop it. Listen, he's 80. I'm 60. And I love him. (laughs) You know, I grew up in South Philly, across the street from Billy Carlucci and Jerry Blavitt. That's exactly where I 28th and Mifflin in South Philly. So cool. And Jerry was on one side and Billy was on the other. And I used to go and listen to uh, Billy Carlucci's band. They used to practice and I would see all the... You know, remember... Years ago, when we grew up, everybody looked sharp. Nobody looked like they just cleaned their room and went out. Everybody looked sharp, even in the afternoons. Right. They were dressed with the high boy collars and the nice black, tight pants, black, and, and had jackets. Again with the tight pants. <laughs> and shoes, nice shoes, not these claw hoppers they wear today. Nice shoes. There, was, there weren't sneakers then. Everybody had sharp shoes on, so... That's what I remember growing up. Everybody looking so cool and dapper. Oh, so beautiful. So now, let's um, talk to Vince and Peg, because we have them on on a a combined line, which is fine. So, Vince and Peg, why don't you guys 
um, tell everyone just a little bit about even how to get in touch with you or whatever's happening right now. And then I'm going to play your song Summertime and then we're going to talk about it. Okay? Sure. Sounds good. All uh, right. You know, it's, it's uh, com. It's uh, spelled V-I-N-C-E-M-A-R-T-E-L-L.com. Uh, it's uh, Facebook, uh, VinceMartel.com, or VanillaFudge.com. VanillaFudge.com is another okay. way to catch the stuff that I, I've been doing. And, uh, you know, it's it's all good. The good Lord has been good to us. We get a chance to, to rock and roll, and uh, we're on Golden Robot Records. We just got a record deal. They're out of Australia. Woo! Uh, yeah, right. Golden Robot. They did a, a nice thing for us. If anybody puts in Golden Robot, Vanilla Fudge, and then they, there's a couple of songs. One is Rock and Roll. It's a Zeppelin tune because Led Zeppelin used to open for us back in the old days. Oh, I love Zeppelin. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so they opened up for us. So anyway, we did uh, an album of their songs just for the heck of it because they're friends of ours. One of them is Rock and Roll that I sing. Uh, they put that out as a single, Golden Robot. And then we have uh, the Immigrant Song, which Golden Robot put out, and that is also a video. So I just got to download uh, Golden Robot, Vanilla Fudge, Immigrant Song, or Golden Robot, Vanilla Fudge, Rock and Roll. And we have a new single coming out called Stop in the Name of Love by the Supremes that we just, uh, you know, fudged it all up, I guess we could say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we got a video with that. You know what and I wanted this, to ask you, Vinny? Yeah. Uh, how do you come up? How do you guys come up with the name Vanilla Fudge? I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, that was uh, what we were rehearsing in our old manager's club called the Action House in Island Park, Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been called the Pigeons before that, given to us by a guy in a business named Jeff Barry, uh, one of the moguls with uh, Mercury Records, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we didn't really care for the name, so we were tossing around different names, and a girl whose nickname was Vanilla Fudge was in a group called The Unspoken Word. She walked into the manager's office, we were talking about it, she heard us talking, and that was her nickname, and she just suggested, she said, what about Vanilla Fudge? And nobody shot it down. Up until then, everybody was shooting down the different names. So wow. uh, that's kind of, yeah, that's the short uh, summary actually she was eating ice cream at the same time I don't know if that <laughs> vanilla fudge you gotta put that in the story come on okay <laughs> that's cool you know so it's, uh, it's all in my book i got a great book out psychedelic solo and it's all in there oh uh, you know the more details and stuff like that but it was pretty cool that uh everybody liked it it was like blue-eyed soul white guys doing you know black music uh, so to speak uh, R&D is what we used to do when we were the pigeons. So, uh, you know, but then we elongated the arrangements and all that stuff. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, Peg, what would you like to say, sweetie? I know you're there. I'm here. Hi, honey. How are you? Hi. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for the introduction, yes, I'm Peg Pearl. And uh, I had a career before I joined up with Vinnie Martell. Uh, that's a long story, but... Uh, I was a child prodigy on the piano at the age of seven. I performed at the United Nations in New York, and uh, I had my original compositions. I played with uh, different orchestras uh, growing up in my teens. 
And I always sang, though, and that was that was really my passion, singing. And uh, as a teenager, I was signed up to Pastel Records in L.A., and they put out my eponymous CD. Then uh, my dad wanted to retire. We moved to Denver. I was still a teenager, and uh, he was looking through paper one day, and he said, they're looking for uh, original singer-songwriters in New York. So I submitted a tape, and... Uh, they loved the stuff, and they said, what are you doing in Colorado? Come back to New York. And that's kind of how I joined up with Vinnie Martell, the Vanilla Fudge, doing some tracks on his uh, solo projects. Wow. And uh, I've also done tracks for the Vanilla Fudge on their uh, Spirit of 67. I'm on that album with them, doing background vocals. And uh, then uh, in 2007, we did something for PBS with Ben Vereen. It was called... Love in a Musical Celebration, and it was the 40th anniversary of the Monterey Pop Festival. So it's a bunch of different things. That was so cool. That's very cool. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I had no idea. I would love to hear you play piano. Thank you. Uh, actually, yeah, when we perform as a Vinny solo band, I do. I perform on the keyboard as well as sing. And, uh, Let's see what else is going on. And I also helped co-author Vinny's book, Psychedelic Solo, which is available for pre-order on VinceMartel.com. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Are you, is your tour, Vinny, going, or, or Peg, is your tour coming to Philadelphia? Uh, Vanilla Fudge, they might be there. They're just starting to book dates uh, to uh, coincide with the release of Stop in the Name of Love. Mm-hmm. So that'll be um, early October, I believe. But yeah, they always come to like the Keswick Theater or Sellersville. So they, they awesome. do come to this area. Yeah, well, I'll be there. Okay, so awesome. cool. Awesome. So, and, uh, so Jerry, the track you have, Summertime, that's with our Vince Martell band. That's our song okay. project that we do. What we're going to do is because I have, I have three songs per person, but I only have three for both of you combined. So I'm going to play... <laughs> Summertime, and then I'm going to play uh, Thoughts. So we're...
absolutely beautiful. Why don't we talk a little bit about this song before I play the next one? Thank you, Jerry. Uh, I love Joplin. I don't have the gravelly voice, nor do I want to, because she always said, I've watched old interviews, and she always said, just do your own thing, man. And that's what I do. I try to interpret tracks that she loved, and uh, I also do Gracie Slick, and I feel like this is me channeling the Lord. You know, I love I love that you mentioned the Lord. You know, um, God, you know, is so good, and I want to say something to every vet out there. You know, my hosts, my guests here have all served. And for everyone out there who has served, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for your service more now than ever. And thank you to God. Okay, I had to say that. Um, thank you, Jerry. Thank you. You're welcome. Amen. You're, you're welcome. Um, I want to give a shout out to some people. We have we have some people in a chat room that hang out often. Uh, first and foremost, of course, of course, Baba Lou, because he's my front and center guy and he's my sound check and he is always there for me. He never fails. Thank you so much. Mikey the Baron of Bayside, baby. We've got Karen. We've got China Ina. We've got, are you ready for this? Shirley from Hong Kong listening in from her bed. It's three in the morning there and she needs to go to sleep. We've got Limpy from Australia listening in. We've got AJ from Australia. And I've got my good friend A. Heron from um, uh, 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 Ireland listening in. And I have Nigeria now listening in. And I have Scotland listening in. Okay, so you guys are everywhere right now. Okay, and they've all shared it. They've all shared it. Okay, so, okay, guys, just letting you know, yes, yes, Limpy's in the house, yes, he is, so, all right, now, that was such a beautiful song, Summertime, you know, Peg, your voice, you mentioned Janis Joplin, she was one of my faves, you know, Um, I always say, and usually on RTR, when I interview incredible singers and you know old oldie guys and doo-wop guys and I just love it it's my favorite I, I was born too late um I'm only 60 I just turned 60 but the reason I say that is I my favorite music of all time Elvis oldies doo-wop all of it and you know I remember growing up thinking that I should have been a hippie with a ponytail a black leather jacket and a poodle skirt and and that's know, the truth. I feel the same way. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I'm a child of the 80s, so I feel like I love Woodstock. I love all that era. My mother had the record. She was a hippie. And uh, I really enjoy that that ability and that, that willingness to experiment, you know, and just to make everything cool and yeah. want to make the world a peaceful and a groovy place. You know? Oh, I love that. Yay, peaceful and groovy place. You guys are cool cats, man. I got to say, I love it. This is so cool. Okay, so now I want to play Thoughts, and then we'll talk about that, okay? Here we go, guys. Yeah, Vinny, here we go, baby.
The never-ending thoughts and dreams Are running through my mind, it seems I'll never be the same again Though I know my life will still go on I can't go on in misery My life with you meant more to me See? 
That is incredible. All right, listen, come on, Vinny and Peg, tell us about that. I love it. Uh, well, it's on the Vanilla Fudge Renaissance album, which was our third album. Uh, and uh, Thoughts uh, is uh, the version that you have uh, went to, uh, well, the one on the Renaissance album went to number six in Italy. And the version that I sent you is uh, one that I redid, and that's um, the Vince Martel band that's Peg also on uh, keyboards and background vocals along with Pete Bremmy, the, the fellow that's playing bass for the Vanilla Fudge now because original bass player Timmy Boger just passed away in January. So it's three three of the four originals. It's still Mark Stein on organ, uh, Carmine Peace on drums, who worked with everybody in Europe, Dio, Rod Stewart, uh, Jeff Beck, everybody. But anyway, and uh, myself... And uh, so that's it. That's pretty much the story with that particular song. It's amazing. Are you you guys are on speaker though? Because you each have to use the same phone today, right? Well, no, I, I'm not on speaker. Oh, okay. I'm trying to pass the phone back and forth. Oh, okay. It, yeah. I have incredibly great hearing. Okay, good. No, no, no. Okay, good. Because I hear a little something, but it's okay. It's all good, guys. We had a huge right. storm last night, and I know it messed up a lot of things. So we're good. Yeah. Okay. Great. So now, um. Anyway, I love the song, and thank you. And you know, does anyone, anybody else, want to say something to him about that music? Yeah, Vinny, did you write that song, or did someone else write it? I wrote the words and the music. I'm glad to say, and it came across fast. That's why I know when to write songs. A lot of times, maybe all the time, but in my case, it happened. It's inspiration. It has to be from the Lord because. We were in the studio, we decided we were going to do original songs, and I came up with this thing in like one night, the whole, everything came to my head, the, the chords, the music, the whole thing, I just had to like kind of put it down, so that's that, how it worked to me on that one. That's amazing, I've had that happen to me one time in my life, I was driving, I had to pull over to the side of the road, and I turned the car off because I was writing furiously, and just, it was sent from heaven it really was because i had no idea where like oh my gosh and and boom, boom, boom next thing you know i had this whole script i had the music i had everything so i i understand it and it's amazing when it happens it, it really is and it happened to me on more than one occasion i i had another time that i was sick i had a fever i was in long island and uh, I woke up in the middle of the night with this whole thing in my head. I had the, the pad, the pen, the light, mm-hmm. wrote the thing down, went back to sleep. And then it, when I got back to normal, it was like a whole song. I just had to kind of organize it and put it together. So it wow. does happen. Wow. You know, I have to, of course, piggyback on what you guys just said. Because, you know, God does a lot of things. He, I'm, I'm not one of those people he can whisper to. He has to knock me over the head. <laughs> and and that's just my you know I'm a New Yorker you know I'm born and raised in Long Island City New York um I'll always be a New Yorker I've been in Jersey for you know 48 years whatever it's been but I was woken up out of a dead sleep in 2016 and I am not kidding you people out there my question is but this was what I w- experienced a, like a tug on my arm I woke up and I heard these voice I heard a voice say write your book. And I giggled and I said, okay, you want me to write my book? Okay, Lord. Well, God wrote the book because in three weeks it was done and 
a friend of mine, I actually had to handwrite it because I'm not great with, you know, technology with that. A friend came over whose uncle is gone now, but he, he used to publish books back in the day and she got it in my computer perfectly. It took us a week to do that part, a few days. And she says, Jerry, we're going to send it to 50 different publishers because they may not want to publish it yet. Don't get discouraged. I said, no, no, no. God said, write the book. Only Simon and Schuster were sending it to one. And she laughed and said, okay. And within five days, I have her on a three-way with me because I put her name as her number as the contact. She says, Jerry, are you sitting down? Simon and Schuster's on the phone. And I said, okay. I wasn't even surprised. And the woman, I believe, had to be a woman of God because she said, Jerry, I love everything about your book and you've given it to God. And we're publishing your book. And it was published. And now Simon and Schuster sold. It's under Archway Publishing, but Simon and Schuster. And, you know, God did it because I, I still laugh when I think about that. And I'm like, okay. And through that book, two family mem- members were saved from addiction. And I'm on radio helping save lives through God. And it was all because God said that night and I listened and he, like I said, had to hit me over the head. So I believe that as well. I believe that Amen. as well. Amen. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That is wonderful. So. I just want to throw in that peg comes from Queens, New York originally. Oh, yay, Queens. Yeah, Flushing. I have family there. Yay, Queens, New York. I love it. (laughs) So now, the next guest up is also my guest co-host, John Monforto, the Philadelphia uh, uh, Rocky guy. You're my Rocky and Elvis guy. So, oh my goodness. Um, so listen, you know, you told everyone about you a little bit, but I want to share something about you, um, and Debbie, because you two are, are two of my closest friends and I thank God every day for meeting you. Um, thank you, Jerry, but it's the truth. And I, I'm going to share something funny. Um, John has been out several times. He's done some benefit things for me and we, we've had some fun together. And my brother was at one of the shows and my brother's this big Italian guy named Tony, you know, and he's not into all this stuff like I am, but when Rocky did his thing, he, he gave his finger to me, like, come here to me, my brother, right? I go over, he goes, get that guy over here. I need a photo. <laughs> and you remember that John and you get you went over yes. and you and my brother got a photo together so he still yeah. talks about that you are the cool. greatest Rocky impersonator ever wow thank you that, and that is a gift from above as well my dear because you know you, there's certain things you do in life that you don't even know about or you're capable of and you don't aspire to do it and the next thing you know you're doing it for a living what so uh, it just happened. I was fortunate enough to have the voice. Someone said, can you do Rocky? I said, yo, are you kidding me? And next thing I know, I'm doing Rocky. So I am a very lucky, lucky man. Wait, I want to, wait, I have to interrupt you. I, I, someone is leaving the chat room and she's in every week. Karen Levy. I love you, girlfriend. She's been to so many shows with me and she supports all of you guys. I just want everyone out there to know and all my guests that she's going to be sharing the show once it's on Facebook. Karen, thank you. Go do what you have to do. We love you, girl. So Thanks, she's Karen. a huge supporter Karen. of all of us. Yes. Thank you, Karen. Awesome. So. I almost forgot to say goodbye. I'm I'm so like enthralled with all all of you guys with your stories. So okay, Rocky. So 
you know, um, continue what you were saying. Yes, it is a gift from above, and you're utilizing it perfectly. Well, you know what? It's um, because it's such a gift. It's really uh, it's it's almost natural, and it's so much fun for me because I can I can touch everybody and and every walk of life, every class of life. You know, from millionaires to bums. I can relate to these people and, and I can make them smile. You know, I can bring them into my world. I can go into their world with such, uh, such ease that, um, it's so much fun for me. But I have to be careful because it's so easy. You know, because there are some things that, you know, you could be fooling around, fooling around and think, oh my gosh, this guy, he can do this and he can do this. And I can, I don't say I do, but, I could mislead people without even realizing it. Wait, okay, yeah. wait, I have to say something. Yeah. First of all, I wouldn't mind being misled by someone who looks and sounds like the person and says hello to me, and I think my whole life I met the person. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> well, you're a, huge, you're a huge Stallone fan. Of course you wouldn't mind it. Oh my gosh, and Elvis, what are you kidding me? Well. <laughs> I mean, come That's on. A- yeah, well, that's, anyway, um, that's enough about Rocky. He's, I mean, I've been doing him for so long that it's, uh, it's like, and I hate to sound, I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but it's just so, it's just so darn easy for me, and I yes. love it so much. You're doing great, know, I, by the way. You're great, John, at that. that uh, well, thank you, really, Vinny. Yeah, really. I appreciate that. You know what, it's, it's just fun, you know. I can sit with kids for for, I, I mean, and now I do, I do stand-up as Rocky. Right. Which is, I never thought I'd do that. My goodness. But it's all good. I mean, it's all wonderful. So, which is why Patty always asks me whenever I'm done singing the song, how would Rocky sing that That's song? great. I love it, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but did you doing Rocky when the movie Rocky came out? Actually, uh, before the movie, I was, I was living in Manhattan. Uh, just in the early 70s, and I was asked to be a stand-in for Sylvester Stallone on the original Rocky film. And I was talking to the casting director, Joy Todd, and she said, how tall are you? And I said, I'm six one." She said, um, damn. She said, you're too tall. That so, stinks. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, uh, they... I met him a couple times. He's, he's a nice guy, and um, I look. I'm, I'm making a living out of it. My right. goodness. Well, I, you know, I got to interview his brother, Frank, and I'm hoping for something with his brother because what you guys don't know, Rocky, know, John knows this, is that. I was in Russia. I've been all over the world, and I say that through because I love traveling. And it started with Hell Tours back then through Lenox Hell Hospital. That's how I was privy to go to Russia and China at the time in the 80s when it was still communist. And I had a machine gun pointed at me uh, because of Rocky movies. And the Godfather's grandson at the time saved my life because I was playing chess with him and we were talking about Rocky. And they did not allow the Rocky 4 or 5, the one with the Russian in their country. And I told them I'd send him one. And they came at me, and yeah, he saved my life. So I think I need a hello out of Sylvester. Okay? Yes, I do. I do. So now, John, I want to say what I always say about you, because I mean this from the bottom of my heart. 
when you do your shows, this is what blows me away the most. You know, Debbie is there helping because she's your right hand hand gal. And what you two do together to put on that one man show to me is incredible. You'll put your head behind the curtain. She has everything set up for you. And within 10 seconds, you're a different character. And I actually nicknamed you the man of many voices. Yeah. And yeah. you are the man yeah. of many faces too. And wow. your show is incredible. Thank you. Thank I don't you know how much. you do that. Like from one second to the next, you're a different person. Well, I don't either, but it's, look, it's easy to do vocally, uh, with practice and years of, you know, doing okay. it, and doing it. But the, the whole, what makes my show different from anybody else's show is the fact that I can, I, I do the costumes and then, like, I'm the, I'm the interior of the character, and Debbie's the exterior yeah. of the character. You know, and luckily, we rehearse like crazy to do that. Now, I, I've got shirts with Velcro that are taped that maybe it's a half a shirt where it looks like a full shirt, and yeah. you, know, you just rip it and you throw it, and the next thing you know, you put slap a couple sideburns on, and you're and you're somebody else. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's all rehearsal, darling. All right. I don't know, it's really kind of hard, and I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do it, because, you know, as you age, certain things don't want to work the way they're supposed to. So my knees are, my knees are hurting me, and I okay. can't bend over and, you know, get in and out of stuff as quickly as I could, so we'll see how long I last. Okay, but you could also just do a one-man or a two-man show. You could always, yep, yep. yep. okay, so, baby, so we're not saying yeah, no. What? John, convinced. maybe you can make no. it in and out of your outfit part of the act. Let them see what goes on. <laughs> well, you know what's funny, Patty? I and that started. Be part of your act. I started in the beginning. I said, you know what? I think the audience might like to see that transition. Yes, I think so. I love but it was too it. much on stage. It was just I, I couldn't do it without Debbie's help. Right. And it would take too long. So uh, I kind of ch- I only did a couple shows first like that, and. I wasn't too pleased with it, so I, we changed it. We put it behind stage. And it kind of works better because now you have the anticipation of the audience saying, they hear the music, and they go, oh, my gosh, he's going to be the Phantom. Or, oh, my gosh, it's Elvis, like that. And they can't wait until I break through the curtain and they can see the transformation. So that's the okay. exciting part of it. So now... They can't see and say, no, they can't. <laughs> so... Like, say what you want to say, you should have a little argument. Say, no, that's not. That's really, that's really cool. You know, that's the cool part of it. Yeah, it's real life. It's real life. It's real life on stage. So, this is what I want to do for you. I want to play the song you sing for Debbie because I think it's appropriate at this time. But then, you know, I have to do an Elvis song for me after that. So, we're going to do two songs back to back. Right. For what's wrong 
just fill every void in my life. Oh, so right for what's wrong. John, absolutely beautiful. Tell us about that song. Thank you. Well, it's uh, it's one of those Sinatra songs that you you rarely hear. And uh, the first time I heard it, it was actually um, I heard the song years and years and years ago, and I forgot all about it. And I was one night I was with Kenny Jeremiah, and he brought it up, and I went, uh, I think I know that song. And the next thing you know. I went home, I picked it up, and uh, I did it, I think I did it the very next day. It's just so beautiful, and a lot of the words were really very appropriate for my life with my wife. And I think that's why, Patty, you were telling the story that the first time you heard me do it at your show, Debbie was videotaping, and you know, it was 
kind of an emotional song because it's beautiful. Makes, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Beautiful. Well, I love Debbie, and I want to thank her again for everything she does in the background. Because forget it, without Debbie, right? She said she loves you. I love uh, impossible. <laughs> it's so impossible. We we're tied. We're tied. We're tied. Okay. So now, okay. for anyone out there who knows me, knows music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis, because Elvis is my boy. Here we go. John Monforto, baby! Come oh, on. Yeah, thank you very much, baby. I mean Elvis. I mean Elvis. How you doing, Elvis? Well, I'm not too bad, Don. How you doing? Well, now I'm doing really good. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm watching you know, all the peanut butter banana sandwich right now. I'm trying to keep my weight down, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll make it healthy. I'll put some lettuce on it. <laughs> that's a beautiful song and it's interesting that you chose that because that's not one of the mainstream Elvis songs but it is amazing I mean that song has been performed by about 8 to 10 other artists as well mm. but uh, a good song nonetheless my goodness one of my favorites and you know me I have Elvis categories I have the entire collection of all his songs um, and I have them in categories but that song right there is one of my faves yeah it's a good one and, and you yeah, do it a good reaction too yeah you do it incredibly incredibly come yeah. on man well thank you I'm gonna you thank you very much so we've gotta move on because um, I want you to tell everyone how to get in touch with you and what's happening well the best way to get in touch with me is uh my website, which is johnmontforto.com, or any search engine, you know, go to Google, go to Facebook, go there and just put in John Monforto, and you can find not only photographs, but you can find video and audio, and on my website, it tells you where I'm performing as well, so um, 
I look forward to seeing you guys from Australia and China. <laughs> yeah, forget it. So I have wow. to I have to mention someone who just joined chat, and there's a big reason why he joined chat. Perfect time, and he had to have heard you singing "Hurt" by Elvis. Okay, Elliot. Hello to Elliot. And this is why he introduced me to someone, a good friend of his son, who will be nine years old. Uh, in August when I do the interview, who is an ETA. And he does it right now from his home. The kid is awesome. His, he goes by, his name is Dion. And I wow. cannot, cannot wait to interview him. But here's the coolest part. When I spoke to Dion and his parents, we talked a little bit about his love for Elvis. And it started when he was like, I don't know, three, four, whatever it was, right? And he says to me, and I can say it now on air, he says to me, Jerry, you know, Elvis had other children. And I said, Elliot, stop. We can't talk about that. Um, and then when I got the information needed and when um, I got to speak to Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. And again, thank you to you, John Monforto, for that connection. When I got to speak to him, I told him about Dion and he let me get him on a three-way and wow it listen it blew his mind he to this day dion talks about it so elliot is the connection for dion good friend of the family i love you elliot and john monforto thank you for your connection to elvis aaron presley jr and that's so cool that, elliot, elliot, yeah if you're still there and listening yes. elliot, just reach out to me on facebook or something i'd love to connect Yep, and Dion is the young man. I'll be interviewing him next month, and I'm going to have him live on screen, guys, through ha- through Hamilton because I want to be able to see him. So there you go, guys. Now, having said all that, let's move on. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to play Rockabye, My Baby, and then we are going to talk about this song. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is. Title of Tansy. I would like to do this song. It's about... A baby. Chris Rendazzo, when you ready. Are you, are you looking for a baby? I'm a baby. I've been, I've been, wait a minute. Can you just wait one second? Were you looking for a baby? I'm a baby. I, I'm looking for breast milk. I, any breast, I mean milk out here, drugs, anything for sale. Could you start I, that again? I completely missed my cue. Oh, she... Could <laughs> you sing this? Oofa. Oh, my... My feet have been hurting. I've been on my feet all day. Rock up by my baby. You can rock me. With a Philly melody. Tell me where you are, Philadelphia. When you croon. We're crooning. Croon a tune. From the heart of Philly. Heart of Philly. Just hang my cradle, baby dear. Oh, you sound so beautiful. On that Philly, Jersey Pier. That Jersey Pier. And swing it from South Philly. To the laughing fox with, oh my God, all the words in you. Sing the right song, lady. Weep no more, my baby. Song again for me. For me. It's for me. Hey Jerry. He's here. Just as though you had hey. me from hello. Hey. 
million baby kisses yeah, baby. I'll deliver Sing it If you would only play that Swanee River Rock a bye You rock a bye baby With a jersey melody Raw with no more, my baby. Sing that song again for me. Looking for a pair of breasts. Are you? It was. Jeffrey, oh, you have me from my love. Take it easy, lady. Take it easy. A million kisses, baby. I'll deliver. If you would always Watch play the that River Big finish Rock-a-bye You're rock-a-bye, baby With the Billy Melody yeah. Oh, yeah And now I gotta go find my, my breast milk Angela as any, Jerry Lewis. Any milk? Honey, I need breath. The baby needs milk. <laughs> Daddy, needs stay milk. away from him. Listen, I, I'm cracking up over here, okay? Because that's Angelo Capone. He's my friend, too. A big shout out to Angelo Capone. Oh, my gosh. The Nutty Professor. Patty, come on, baby. Talk about all this. Well, you know, we have a lot of guests on the show. We've even had celebrities actually come to our show. Um, Al Sapienza from The Sopranos. Yes. So, Junior Corrado's consulati for the first four or five years of The Sopranos. He actually came to the show with Deborah Renard, who was J.R.'s secretary from Dallas for 15 years, and they came on on an Easter show, and he did Neil Diamond, and they did some great duets, and I was, like, flattered because I had a friend in New York who brought them down, and he also brought down Charles Dutton on our show. If you remember, he had the... Wow. <laughs> And he came on the show to talk about a movie they were doing with a friend of mine in New York, Frank Lisi. And he brought him on the show. And, and prior to the show, we were talking to Charles Dutton. And I said, I saw Rudy as many times as I saw The Godfather. And he said, no, you didn't. And I said, yeah, I'm going to quote you. You're five foot nothing. You're a hundred nothing. You got the best education from Notre Dame that anybody else could get. And you're sitting here and whining. And he said... I'm going to tell you something. I was full of attitude. I was so active because I didn't get played. And you know what? You're going to make the same. Well, he was dumbfounded that I knew all his life. Because I saw that. I'm telling you, I saw Rudy probably as many times as The Godfather has been on TV. That casino and the other one. Good fellas. That was <laughs> amazing. On... Amazing. So, uh, I'm with some of the stars. And Angela Capone, you know, I, I told you earlier, I love singing with all the guests that I could do duets with and have fun. We try to have fun with them, and when Angelo Capone, as uh, Jerry Lewis, came out dressed like a baby, it was really, really, he really went way out. So Amazing. now, let me ask you, how many times did you see The Godfather? Oh, a lot of times, dear Godfather. Yeah, but not enough, obviously. Yeah? <laughs> oh my gosh. You I know, love I it. started out in this business, you're talking about, like, everybody has a gift. Whatever their gift is, is it showing or, or Absolutely. what you do? People, Jerry, everybody has a gift. Uh, the Lord gave me the gift of playing the drums. At like seven years old, I was playing drums, 
And then I got better as the years went on, and I started my career playing drums. I didn't even open my mouth to sing. And I was in a group with, that did harmony. So I had to learn harmony. And then I said, I better do this right. So I took five or six years vocal lessons from Russ Faith, who taught Andrea McArdle and good friends, Michelle Pardo. And uh, Russ Faith also wrote some songs for Sinatra and uh, Fabian. And, I, and I, I took years of training so I can apply, you know, as I, you ha, John, you know, you have to learn how to breathe. Right. And right. You right. Work, a lot of breathing. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're working six nights a week. Just practice while you're playing the drums. So I did. And that's how I started. And I was shy. Didn't even want to say anything over the mic till I learned. And in 2001, Amazing. I met Joey Latanzi. And we got married, we started the show together, and after 18 months, he passed away. And I had to continue the show. I knew I had to change the format a little bit. We start doing, uh, a singer came on and sung one time, and we did a remote, and then I sung, and then little by little, it snowballed, and it became the show it is today. And, and I can't believe, like, how it just got so big, and we had made so many friends through the business, like John and Vince. I mean, how else would I ever meet Vince Martell from Vanilla Fudge? Oh, we my gosh. Amazing. It, you know, and, and John, who does so many impressions. Amazing. And I, I want to share something with you, because you mentioned the Lord so many times, and i got to tell you, I was very touched by that. I have to share a prayer I say every month. Go ahead. And you can't laugh, because it's very touching to me. I could get emotional, but I won't. So I say... Lord, I know you're busy with the world, but will you help me book July? <laughs> and 20 years later, I'm never without guests. Now you tell me, that's not spiritual help. I can't do it by myself. Because I do everything on the show. I do, you know, get the guests and, and, and make the format and, and direct it and put the commercials in. And I can't do it alone. And I know... I could get, I could cry thinking about it because it's very touching that I could get that help just for a, a little show that we put on, you know. Patty, yeah. I'm going to make you giggle. Be- okay. I, I hear your emotions. I love what you just said, but I'm going to make you giggle now. All right, giggle is good. All right, so God, you know, God, like I said, knocks me over the head, and. I already shared this. I'm on five different networks. Some days I do three shows. I'm losing my mind. I'm getting older. I'm not old, but I have to take a little break. Uh, on three of the networks, I don't have one opening till the end of the year. So I put in my book in August, X's, on one whole week, and I said, I'm not doing any shows. I don't care. And I wrote in pencil, unless Elvis calls. Kid oh you God. not. I kid you not. Well, who called? Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. So now I'm going to make a billboard and it's going to say I will hit the lottery, okay? Because can you imagine that? So I hear your girlfriend. But listen, I I love what you said and thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, it's from the heart. Thank you. You can't pull the Lord. And, you know, you just, I mean, I feel like I get that help. I I just do. I mean, big roster, but not everybody can make every date. You know, people have other uh, things to do. So I'm. Beautiful. And I feel very blessed that, Beautiful. that we know that people want to be on and, you know, they do three or four songs and they get recognition and they're on the radio and it's a fun thing. Beautiful. Yes, thank you, you for know, that. Okay. Yep. Thank you for that, Patty. Beautiful. So now let's move on. Um, Elliot is saying hello to everyone, by the way. So 
Yep, I want to play, and then we'll talk about it, put it in Tane. Here we go, guys. Let's do it. Beautiful. Joe, why don't you talk about that song? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I never understood it from day one. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I didn't take the because I want to hear the other people because they're, they're famous. I'm nobody. But what was, when my mother took me out of school to come to the recording studio, I was just turning 16 years old, and we went, and she said, well, they, they weren't happy with the, the, the house drummer that they had. They weren't happy with the guitar player they had. Um, bring this kid in and uh, he'll fill in he'll do it. he's been rehearsing with us at Bridgeburg Park uh, so I went I'm the, my mom picked me up from school I went what did I do now what did I do now did I get expelled what I, anyway she takes me <laughs> and I walked in and we're all sitting there and I'm like why am I here sit down and play the drums you rehearse with us enough and I sat down and we did won't find better than me do all the songs and put them in tain. they handed me the music and I'm looking at him like I don't understand a word of this. I don't know what's going on, but I was smiling ear to ear that I went all of these big people, big time people, you know. I'm just a little kid, you know, from North Africa. I came there and they played the song and I just kept it. And that was it. That's the whole thing in a nutshell. 
Beautiful. Thank you for that. I love it. So we're going to move on, guys. And we're going to now play Bang Bang. Let's do it. Here we go. Bang, bang, you shot me down, bang, bang, 
Awesome, awesome. All right, Vincent Pegg, let's hear it. Bang, bang, baby. Okay, well, uh, we did it. You know, it was on the Vanilla Fudge first album. And uh, thanks to our great producer, George Shadow Morton, uh, who did, did the Shangri-Las, leader of the pack, Janicean, uh just the best producer we ever had. He knew Sonny and Cher in California, and they suggested we did it on our first album. So Vanilla Fudge did it. In the meantime, me and Peg decided let's rearrange it and, uh, you know, put it in our own version. And uh, Peg is going to tell you something else here about it. Okay. Right, and this is one of the tunes we performed at the Love in a Musical Celebration with Ben Vereen. Uh, in 2007 out in San Diego. So people can actually go to Love In, a musical celebration with Ben Vereen, and they can see the trailer and a lot of cool stuff that happened then. So this was one of the tracks that we uh, performed there live. Beautiful. Thank you for that information. That was beautiful. You know, um, you. I mean, I grew up with Sonny and Cher. I mean, beautiful. Thank you. What more can I say about that? Our pleasure. Amazing. Our pleasure. So guys, rumor has it we have a celebrity in the house visiting. Well, who is it? Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Oh, my God. I hear the train coming, coming round the bend. I've seen the sunshine, I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. Keeps a rolling on down the San Antonio. When I was a baby, Mama told me, "Son, always be a good boy. Never play with guns." But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing. Hang my head and cry I don't need no guitar Prison of that realm. 
you go. So guys, this was an incredible, incredible show. I want to say my thank yous. First and foremost, of course, to all my listeners and to RTR, Remember Them Radio, to Angel and Steve for this incredible, incredible platform. Keeping the music alive, okay? Remember Them Radio. Having said that, guys, I want to say thank you to not only a very good friend of mine and his wife, John and Debbie Monforto, for putting this together. John, you are an incredible guest co-host today, and I want to say thank you to you first and foremost for doing this for me. Oh, you're welcome, sweet. Anytime, you know that. So you're amazing. You're amazing. Okay, everybody, Um, the man of many faces and many voices, John Monforto. Okay. I love you you. and thank you. So why don't you do the honors of of giving the thanks? Uh, Thank you, of course, to my guests. Absolutely. You guys honored me today. Like, I can't even tell you. So thank you. But I want John to give you a a proper thank you being the guest co-host. Well, I appreciate that, Jerry. I'm flattered. I mean, I'm flattered. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, just, I I think a lot about the people that I... um, Put on the helped you. Yep. Put on the air today, or you know, I wouldn't ask them. You know, first of all, meeting just meeting um, Vinny and Peg. My goodness, I I'm still in awe of being in the presence of Vinny and Peg. And after hearing Peg say some of the things that she said today about her career and what she has done, I want to go sit in front row of every one of her performances. That's what I feel like, because I don't think I've even touched on what this woman is capable of doing in my mind. So uh, so I want to thank you, first of all, Vinny Martell, uh, lead guitarist of the Vanilla Fudge, and Peg Pearl. Uh, I can't wait, honestly, I can't wait to come out to you perform live. So thank you very much for being here today, taking the time out of your busy schedules, because I know you guys are probably rehearsing or doing something, right? Oh, we sure are. I got uh, a couple of different bands, a new one, Flower Power. I got Rock Gold with a couple of famous guys. Uh, T.C. Tolliver from the Plasmatics and Pete Bremmy from the Fudge. But I, let, let me put Peg up first, and then I'll say something else. Okay. Thank you. It was an honor and a privilege to be on the show with all of you. Jerry, it was wonderful meeting Thank you, you and sweetheart. all of you. Wonderful listeners. It's really awesome. And uh, just to keep the love in your heart, keep the Lord in your soul, and keep rocking, everybody. God bless you all, and I'll put Vinny back on. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. Vinny, say your uh, say your thank yous to your fans listening. Uh, yes, I would like to thank all the Vanilla Fudge fans, all my fans, all God's children, uh, the beautiful world he made, the animals and everything like that. And I want to say two things. One of them is... If anybody wants to catch that thing I did on Huckabee, they can go to Huckabee's Jukebox May 8th. And it's in two parts, and you can see I talked to him for a couple of minutes, and I played an original song on there. And the other thing I'd like to say is that this uh, biblical saying, which is 2 Corinthians 7.14, if I may say this one, I feel this could heal the whole world if everybody listens to it. And what it is is this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. It was a pleasure. You're a great, you're a positive host to listen to the talk. It's an uplifting experience. 
And thank you, John. And thank you, Patty and Joe Dog and everybody involved with your show. And again, all your fans, all our fans, and all God's children. Mm. God bless you guys. Love thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, uh, finally, last but certainly not least, two of my best friends, Patty Latanzi and Joe Dog. Joe, I'm coming home. Let's line up some work. Because <laughs> I'll, I'm not working at night, pal. <laughs> really, I know that I know that they actually have a show today, and usually I think you leave by now, but I'm not sure. But I know. Oh, do you? Are you guys on time at least? Yeah, we're yeah. on. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for taking time out of your schedules. Thank and, you. Uh, spending time with us. Yes. And the rest of the world. Yes. Because everybody has. Everybody needs to know about Patty and Joe. Well, <laughs> We need to know about Patty and Amonforto and Vinny and Peg. Joe Dogs, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, famous, famous line. Forget about it. He's got that on his Forget about it. Forget uh, about it. Uh, <laughs> well, we love you guys, and thank you again. Go ahead, say your goodbyes, guys. Say your goodbyes. Rocky now, uh, Johnny. No, I'm not sure. Say your goodbyes, though. <laughs> what are you doing there, uh, Rocky? You saying that you do Rocky now? No, no, I'm... Um, no. no, no, this is, I'm performing tomorrow. I'm just sitting here getting ready for my show tomorrow. But other than that, I just wanted to make sure that you guys get your appropriate thank yous and goodbyes to whoever you want yes. to talk to right now. You guys got like two minutes. Hit it. Okay. I don't need two minutes, but uh, Joe Dog is now doing John Monforto doing Rocky. <laughs> Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Do it, Joe. Where'd he go? I'm right here. You do it all over the house all day. You're rocking me out of the house over here. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm honored, but I have no understanding why I'm even on the show. But if I could touch somebody's soul, get better, and listen to the Lord, listen to Jerry. God bless you all. And every time Vinny and I talk back and forth on the phone, at the very end of the conversation, we each say to each other, God bless. Am I right? Okay. Beautiful. You got it, brother. You got it. You know it. People look at us like, wow, really? Yes. Yes. It took us a long time to get to the Lord, but he found where we were hiding. So we love That's you. Right. John, I can't wait to see you and Debbie when you come home. You got it, brother. Thank you much. Beautiful. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Uh, it's back to you, Jerry. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to my incredible guests today. Each and every one of you, this was awesome. You rocked it. Um, wow, I'm overwhelmed. This was such a beautiful interview, a be- beautiful show. Everything we played, I thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, and now you know what? It's raw eggs <laughs> for everybody. Yo. I love it. And, John and Barry, thanks for inviting us. Yes. Being with, uh, with Vince and oh. Peg and Debbie. Beautiful. And Jerry, thanks so much. Oh. And, uh, uh, my mother, Felicia, who's uh, been my guidance. I lost my father as a little baby, but uh, my mother and grandmother lived to be 107, my grandmother. God bless her. And I hope Beautiful. my mother's... God bless her. And uh, she's uh, one of our directors, along with Joe and the announcer. So Beautiful. I love them very, very, very much. More than words could say. Jerry, you're in my heart now. John, Vince, and Peg. God bless your listeners. God oh. touch you. God touch every one of you and make you really understand. Thank you so much. Thank you, Patty. Beautiful words. I love all of you. You we're friends for life now, everybody. And thank you, John Munforto. You're yes. welcome, darling. Here we go, guys. 
And we're closing out. God bless everybody. God bless you too. Oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. When you don't know just what to do. Just what to do, just what to do. If what you're feeling is really true. It's really true. Really true. Just keep your ideas safe and sound. Safe and sound, safe and sound. That's exactly how change is found. Change is found, change is found. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry, the